0: are you really filled with the Holy Spirit? It is the Holy Spirit that convicts us. It's the one that guides us, comforts us, leads us into all righteousness. I thank the Lord for his spirit. And the question is, are you really filled? I know there's some people that may question whether they're really filled by the Holy Spirit. Why did they fall short of this sin? And why did they even do these things when they know God's not pleased? See, if we can put our faith in Christ, and really ask God to fill us up. I truly believe, I truly believe your life will never be the same again. God desires for you to have his spirit inside of you. It's a gift from God. The Lord desires for us to wanna get to know him and come to repentance towards him and to be able to just be used as a vessel. Today, as we talk about, are you really filled with the Holy Spirit? Because I know there's people that question it and they know what's bible what's biblical they know what's truth but they completely do the the total opposite sometimes and let me tell you all it's not always our fault it's not always our fault yes there's times where it is the devil there's times where it might be our flesh because our flesh is always present with us it's the evil that is constantly present with us it can be influences from our environment the world but also there's a part of it where we need to take accountability and it's not always I have to pray to get out of this attack. Sometimes I just need to be more disciplined. It's because of the words I speak, the things that I consume. Sometimes it's the things that I hear, the environments that I decide to, to get into. It's how I steward my finances with the seeds that God has given me. So there's accountability and it's not always an attack. And this is where discipleship comes. And for y'all being part of this pod and just listening, whether it is on the YouTube channel or one of the streaming uh, platforms, It shows that you have the commitment to want to change, want to be different. I once heard that what you consume is what you create. So you consuming things like this allows you to create the things that God wants you to create, to act on, to be able to meditate on. We're called to meditate on his word day and night. Let me just give you y'all because the Lord desires for you to be filled with his spirit. The Lord desires for you. The Holy Spirit wants to work in you and through you. And we sometimes try to find certain reasons or ways on how to be used by God or is God really using me and am I really filled with his presence because I don't desire sometimes to come into the house of the Lord or it might be a drag. It's not always easy and that's why being a disciple takes discipline. A disciple is just a student and we're called to be a student to Jesus who is our rabbi and rabbi just means master teacher. So a student has a teacher, let it be Jesus, you as the disciple, us as the students, right? To our rabbi, our master teacher, which is Lord Jesus. I pray that he reigns. And it is through his spirit that allows us to be led, to be used, to move, to be sensitive to the voice of God. Because if God is spirit and we worship him in spirit and in truth, then you know what that says about us? We have to be able to communicate through the spirit, okay? Today, I'm going to talk about uh, making sure that you are filled and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you guys some stories in the Bible, scriptures on people that were filled with the with the Spirit of God. And then towards the end of this, I'm going to share uh, evidence that you have the Holy Spirit. And you'll just know. You'll know that you have the Holy Spirit. And I, I know you guys do. But for some that might be watching this or listening to this, and this might have just popped up randomly. And they're like, I just want to know if I really have the Holy Spirit. Three ways on how to receive the Holy Spirit. Okay, so these are three ways on how to receive the Holy Spirit. Number one is you need to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Have you confessed that Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior and do you believe that in your heart? Because it's one to confess it, but it's another to confess and believe in your heart that he is the one that died for you on the cross and he resurrected Okay, so, but what he did on the, the cross at Calvary died, nailed everything to that cross for us, for his children. But he also resurrected from the dead. And that same Jesus that did that over 2,000 years ago is the same Jesus that reigns over our life that is still alive today. He's not a dead God, he is a alive God. Can you receive Jesus? And have you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Number two, you must repent. You must repent, okay? Repentance is saying, hey, Lord, I'm willing to change my mind. Um, and that's what all that repentance is. It's a change mind. I'm willing to change my mind towards the lustful thinking, towards the ungodly thoughts, towards decisions that I've made in my past. Because it says, if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creature, they're a new crea- creature. All thi- old things have passed away and behold, I'm a brand new person. But I need to understand that I'm willing to repent. I'm willing to not just say, I'm willing to change from that. I'm changing my mind towards that thing and I'm turning away and I'm walking away from the very thing that displeases God. I'm turning away from it, okay? True repentance, a repentant heart. Repent, okay? Last thing, number three, is to ask God for his spirit how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you could just ask God, you should say, Father, I just pray right now that you will just fill me up in Jesus' mighty name. I believe that you died for me on the cross, that you resurrected from the dead. I believe you died for my sins, O God, and I am now washed by the blood of Jesus, Lord. Anything that I might've done that displeased you, I pray, Father God, that you will just forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I turn away from all my wicked ways and I thank you, God, for hearing me. And I pray, God, that you would strengthen me and lead me and guide me in this season. Fill me up with your presence. Fill me up with your glory, O oh Father, in Jesus' mighty name. So I just pray that if you can just genuinely pray to God about this and these three things I just gave y'all, I promise God will fill you up. God will fill you up in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now, let me just give you guys some verses on some people that were filled in the, with the Holy Spirit. In the Bible. Luke chapter one, I'm going to read verse thirteen to seventeen. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him to the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the to uh, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, this is uh, the angel showing up to Zachariah saying, "Hey, your son John, and this is John the Baptist, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit." And we see John the Baptist is the voice that is crying out in the wilderness. It, it is a He was pretty much prophesied of that voice to making the, the path and making the way for the coming Messiah, which is Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that baptized Jesus at the Jordan. Hey, you know, I baptize you with water is what he says, but there's somebody that's going to be greater and whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. This is the message that John the Baptist carried. But the scriptures say, and I'm going to read it one more time. The scriptures say that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 15, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit. To be able to share that message, to preach the Christ, to be able to go with the calling that God has marked, anointed, assigned on his life and on your life. Okay, this is amazing about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter four, verse 78. This is when they got turned in. Peter and John, they're already in. Jesus already died, resurrected, he ascended. And now the Holy Spirit came in. Acts chapter two filled them up and now they're filled with the Holy Spirit. It says here in Acts 4, 7, 8. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power or what name have you done this? They just did a healing with the lame man at the gates of beautiful, right? They did a healing. He said, hey, um, silver and gold I don't have, but in the name of Jesus Christ, arise and walk. This was in Acts uh, chapter three. And then in Acts four, they're being... Uh, they're they're pretty much being persecuted at this level saying, hey, by what power or what what name have you done this, right? With the religious folks. And then what happened in verse eight? Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Then he's preaching the Christ, but he's filled with the Holy Spirit. I promise you, y'all, God wants you to be filled. And when you're filled, you're gonna be bold. When you're filled, you're gonna be able to know how to pour out because you've been poured in. Thank you, Father, for your spirit. Thank you, Father, for your presence because we wouldn't be able to carry the mantle and the assignment that God has in our life without his spirit, y'all. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 9, verse 17 and 18. This is Apostle Paul filled with the Holy Spirit. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you come, he has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once. And he arose and was baptized. Praise the Lord, y'all! Apostle Paul was filled. He received his sight. He was blinded right at Damascus on the road. On his on the road uh, in Damascus, and then for three days he didn't eat. He was pretty much fasting, right? And Ananias was called to go help lay hands on Apostle Paul. He received sight, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and scales come off. What's so amazing is when you get filled with God's presence, when God allows you to experience his glory, the scales, you're, you're, not just his physical eyes was, was he able to see, but his spiritual eyes. He was able to see that Jesus was Lord. Jesus was King. When you get filled with the Spirit, you just know who Jesus is. This is not flesh or blood that reveals this stuff to us. This is this is our Father that is up in heaven. This is the things above. And we're called to set our minds on the things above. Apostle Paul, who was filled with the Spirit. So we just talked about the three people in the Bible, according to scriptures, that were Holy Spirit filled. Okay, These are just three people that we studied according to scriptures. John the Baptist, uh, Peter, which is pretty much an apostle, Apostle Peter, Peter and then Apostle Paul who pretty much wrote a majority of the New Testament and these letters to all these churches. Apostle Paul. Failed. Was a murderer in one season. Had an encounter with Jesus. Then got filled with the Spirit and never turned back. Preached the Christ. Did whatever it took. Planted churches. Built ministry. Expanded God's kingdom. Raised up people to be able to defend the glory and the kingdom of God and expand it like never before. Amazing things happen when you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, Closing out, I want to talk about the the evidence. What are some of the evidence that I have the Holy Spirit? Because you may have it, you may think you don't. Don't let the devil lie to you. Don't let the enemy lie to you. God desires for you to have his spirit. It is a gift from God, the Holy Spirit. But again, the enemy wants you to think that you don't have it sometimes because you might have fell short. You might have fell for that temptation. It doesn't mean you don't have his spirit. It doesn't mean you're not marked with his glory. It doesn't mean that you're not marked with his presence. Three evidences that you have the Holy Spirit. Number one, it's your love for Jesus. Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? In Ephesians 5.19, speaking to one another in psalms or hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You just start to sing songs through your heart, melodies onto the Lord. This is evidence that you have the holy spirit your love for god your love for jesus number two is your fruit a second evidence of the holy spirit is your fruit and fruit can be your characteristics in matthew chapter 7 verse 18 to 20 a good tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can a bad tree bear good fruit every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire therefore by their fruits you will know them are you deeply rooted with christ We will know you by your fruit, and every fruit has a root. You got to be rooted in Christ, but it is your fruit. It is your characteristics. It's how you respond. One season, it used to be different. You used to respond or react through the flesh, but now I'm going to respond through the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Your fruit is evidence that you got the Holy Spirit because that is the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. That's number two. Evidence you have the Holy Spirit is your fruit. Last one that I'm going to talk about today, number three, evidence that you have the Holy Spirit, your love for holiness, your love for holiness. And all that holiness is, is to be set apart. That's it, I'm set apart from this world. It's not perfection, holiness is not perfection. God is holy, 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 God Almighty. But holiness is just being set apart. That is why it's called, it's not just any spirit, it's called the Holy Spirit. So your love to walk in holiness and righteousness this is evidence that you have the spirit that is holy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Thessalonians. Thessalonians 4, 7. For God did not call us to uncleanliness, but in holiness. We are called to live a life of holiness through the power of God's spirit. Romans six twenty two, but But now having uh, been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Holiness, y'all, your love for holiness. Three evidence that you have the Holy Spirit, your love for Jesus. I know you love Jesus. You get a worship song coming in and you just can't stop singing it. It's remembering in your heart, your love for Jesus. Number two is your fruit, your fruit. We'll know them by their fruits, your characteristics. And last thing, number three is your love for holiness, okay? It is God's will to for us to walk in righteousness, And God did not call us to uncleanliness. He called us for what? Holiness. Amen. These are signs that you have the Holy Spirit. So question is, after all this talk, do you have the Holy Spirit? Are you really filled with the Holy Spirit? And I gave you all those three keys on being filled with the Holy Spirit, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Repentance. Repent to God. Just repent. Okay. He hears the cries of the righteous. And last thing, number three, ask him to fill you up. Ask him to fill you up in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Appreciate y'all. We'll put all the things down below in the show notes, timestamps as well, so you guys can get all that. If y'all want, check out this training on the Holy Spirit. You guys will be blessed on it. Thanks so much for being part of the pod. We love y'all so much. God bless you. Thanks so much. Oh, last thing, Holy Spirit filled shirts. I'll drop the link for the merch down there as well if you guys wanna support our store out here in Las Vegas. I love y'all. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, bye-bye.